Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, the only podcast that guarantees it is ready for this journey. I'm your host and GM, Ben Moxon. You can find me on Twitter at Glenatron, and by the time this goes out, there will be a game on itch.io called The Hallowed Walk <gasps> that I've written with friend of the show, Tom, which is a story game that you play by going out for a nice walk. So if that sounds like something you'd enjoy, you could check it out. Interesting. With me are three heroes. I have in the past referred to them as the greatest heroes history has ever known, and there's no reason to refute that. So they are in clockwise order. Uh, Hello, I'm Gwyn. I play Percival Cleft. I'm Ali, and I play Enigma. Or do I? Really slow delay today. And uh, Stuart, who plays Tristan T. Wilde, the Bard. What does the T stand for? You'll never know. <laughs> Pterodactyl. That's it. <laughs> it stands for Secret Till I Die. <laughs> it stands for Secret Backwards. <laughs> so even the existence of Secret is hidden. Tacit. Ooh. It means you shut up when you're in an orchestra. It means shut up. <laughs> no, that's the least appropriate name. Thunder. That would be a good middle name. Tristan Thunder Wild. <laughs> <laughs> that's an amazing name. These are all canon. That's the thing. They're all canon. <laughs> so here we go. Boom, Before boom, we get boom, st- shake the room. <laughs> Before we get started, let's just have a little chat about... What everyone's bonds are between your characters. We do this all the time, and every time we say, oh, we haven't written those yet. Now, you see, I did, but not on the actual sheet. All the more reason. (laughs) Let's just quickly look back on that conversation. Yeah, because they were pretty good. Teach Enigma teamwork is more important than showing off. That is a good one. Nice. Although I have said, Teach Enigma, that... Teamwork is more important than shop wing off. So. <laughs> shop wing. Not really sure what that is. You see, the conversation I thought it was in is mostly us talking about, like, the A-team and trumpets. <laughs> I never saw the A-team. Didn't have um, ITV. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's what women are interested in, isn't it? Trumpets and... And <laughs> the A-team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the other thing was. Uh, okay, and what's your other bond, Tristan? Uh, make sure Percy doesn't lose his way. I've said so you can edit it in because I lent away. Yes, you did. I'm like, no, what it actually is is a... <laughs> yeah? What, what are Percy's bonds? Um, my bond with Tristan is Tristan will play a part in important future events. I have seen it. Nice. You could have had drag Tristan down with me. yeah can i change it for that yeah that's a good suggestion that one's strong yeah you certainly can drive tristan insane oh someone's got to have that as their bond (laughs) drive the other person insane (laughs) to be honest one of the two we were discussing the other day wasn't far off i'm gonna go with that one nice Uh, and enigma i need enigma's help to perform a particularly important ritual Oh, she's so getting sacrificed. Amazing. damn it. (laughs) Okay, and what are are your bonds, Enigma? 
Um, right, Tristan's one. Is Tristan is my rival, and that means he's allowing me to control his direction. Nice. Because <laughs> that's something like that. That was your wording, actually, Ben. Yeah. I, I like that because it means I win. <laughs> Again, that's assuming that I think of you as my rival. I'm trying you to do. bring you in. You're a, you're someone that has lost their way, that just needs help, just needs guidance to get them back on the right track. And maybe they could be the, the queen that is needed to lead this land, if only with my help. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, right, I'll change my bond again to make it even worse. Changing it! (laughs) (laughs) You bond, kill Tristan. (laughs) Yeah, one up on the bondsmanship. Bonds up. Bonds up. And Percy, I've got help Percy see that this need for structure was holding him back. Okay, that sounds pretty good. So basically, it's help you lose your shit. It's basically the opposite of Tristan's bond with me, which is quite interesting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So... When last we saw our heroes, they had visited the town of Farmouth, which was in no condition. When they were here before, it was a nice little coastal town. It's been trashed. It's been invaded. It's been attacked by a dragon. (gasps) People are sad. Large parts of it have burnt down and a lot of people have died. It's been rough. It's been a rough time for Farmouth. And... Our heroes were aware that what they needed was held in Upton Priory, the old house of the Knights of Oconee's Order, and where Percy used to live, of course, and where many of our adventures began. But there is also, somewhere near the Priory, a beast left behind after the siege. Some siege-breaking creature of devastating strength. Now, as they prepared to approach the Priory, Percy read the fortunes in the tea leaves and discovered that if they approach the beast, that they will rid the town of it, but the hawks will be seen beyond the Black Gate. So, that was very much the... I don't think that's exactly what Percy said he saw to us. So this is kind of new information to us. <laughs> well, I don't remember it being that, but... You should always listen to the narrator. Pretty sure it's a little more subtle than, yeah, you're going to die, dudes. And we're like, okay, we'll win. Let's go for it. Seeing the Black Gate is different than dying. That's true. Yeah, I think Percy very much didn't talk up the second part of that. No, he did, <laughs> kind of, he did let it kind of trail off. It's like, oh, yes... We'll rid the tone of this problem, and uh, yes, chop chop, let's go. He just kind of turned away from his mic and... (laughs) And so the hawks had tracked north to the Priory, and Enigma and Tristan competitively (coughs) climbed the two gatehouse towers of the Priory. We could pick up there. Percy. Mm Mm-hmm. You watch as Tristan climbs the right-hand tower, Enigma climbs the left one, both of them with their characteristic acrobatic deftness, a certain grace. What kind of animal do you climb like, Tristan? Mm. A gazelle. I don't know. But gazelles can't climb. I guess just like a human man? Like, you know. Like a human man. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan climbed boringly, a kind of stolid workaday yeah. climb. Nothing remarkable or interesting about it. Yeah, to him, this is just like walking up the stairs. He's like, this is just another task. I might as well just be buying milk. It's not even a challenge. It's like, pff, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. <laughs> so what animal does Enigma climb like? Um... Those birds that climb? Nut hatch. Those birds that climb, like a tree creeper. Tree creeper, that's one. Nut hatch is something totally different. Maybe. I think, because it's kind of like a scuttling, but at the same time be like, oh, nice climbing. Didn't expect us to be that good, because usually you don't see birds climbing. Yeah, that's true. So it's got that element of surprise about it. Yeah. And also a kind of skittering elegance. Yeah, okay, so Enigma climbs with a tree creeper-like skittering elegance. Yeah. Also, I just have to say, I like the idea that what Enigma just meant there was birds in the sense of describing women, so don't see birds climbing much. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone all builder. Well, you look at that. Oh, there's a bird. What, right, darling, Ooh. watch out, you let yourself. <laughs> and so you see them reach the top of these two towers, and then after a moment more... You see the tower Enigma is on just collapse into the centre of the Priory. And you see Tristan dive off his side as that happens. What do you do? Yeah. It's hardly our fault. Jesus! Zez, <laughs> <laughs> <is> so predictable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess it's on. Uh. <laughs> Stop dashing towards the centre where they've collapsed. Yeah, okay, so the gates are kind of hanging off their hinges, so there's a narrow gap between them. They're not really well supported, but you can probably squeeze through. And as Percy comes dashing through these gates, he sees Enigma and Tristan in a kind of... Fiery embrace. Almost embrace. Yes. (laughs) at the side of the patrol ground. If you remember, I don't. Tristan used his flight yeah. and acrobatic skills to catch Enigma out of the air. To woo you. Um, <laughs> in, in considerable style. Oh, God damn it. Landing in one of the training grounds, in the sand of the training ground. You see them, and behind them, mm. you see this huge creature. And that size of my hands. <laughs> bigger than your hands, honestly. Whoa. I always thought Enigma had particularly huge hands. <laughs> <laughs> they like spiders. That's how she steals from people. She just... <laughs> <laughs> Give me a stuff. Holy shit, what's that? <laughs> it's Hanzo. <laughs> Her hands are actually as big as Tristan's legs. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So beyond Enigma and Tristan, you see this huge creature approaching them. It stands, I think I said, about 12 feet high at the shoulder, covered in lank brown hair that slopes down to its hindquarters. It's at least twice as long, and its legs are thick and solid. They look short, but that's only by comparison with the incredible bulk of its body. Oh, that was Tristan. Its head sits close before the shoulders, and most of the upper surface is decorated with a vast, backward-curved horn. Its eyes seem small in that huge head, glittering with a beady hostility. Across the sides and top of the head, and the shoulders behind, you can see bony plates pale beneath the hair. 
and so this creature is kind of stalking towards them and Tristan has seen it, Enigma has seen you. What are you doing, Percy? I'm going to call out to Enigma. Enigma, there's something behind you and it's as big as your hands. <laughs> oh, <I don't. laughs> so, Enigma. You... It's a really good visual joke. Yes, that's a great visual joke for the podcast. Well Join done. us on Twitch for more visual humour. <laughs> <laughs> Airing Thursdays at 8pm when we want to. <laughs> when we get around to it. Sometimes. Yeah. Enigma. Yo. How do you break from Tristan's grasp? Or, like, you've landed, Tristan has helped you land, and then you hear Percy shout. What are you doing? Okay, so I'm thinking... This is where I make it look like it was on purpose. So essentially he's helped me land, but what I've done, as I've landed, I've kind of flipped him over so it becomes like a kind of two-person, um, like, gymnastics thing. So it was like it was on purpose, like a whole circus thing. Oh, yeah, like that kind of wheel. Yeah, a sort of wheel thing. Yeah. Now, hopefully, while doing that, that means we can see behind us yep. and then we can, like, both land at the same time, if you so wish, and uh, draw weapons. Okay, so... Uh... Oh, I actually have a bow. That's cool. You do have a bow, so yeah, you could draw your bow. Again, the listeners won't have seen it, so you could have just said. It's weird having this camera. I feel like I should act a little bit more. Don't let it stop you. It, it's special, but just don't forget to describe it as well. <laughs> Me and Ali both, yeah, we've both got the best cameras now. The widest of wide angles. Look at you grainy, blurry faces. Look at mine and Ali's. Perfect. Um, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well... You and your perfect faces. Your perfect shitty faces. You and your perfect feces. Damn you and your perfect <laughs> beautiful faces. <laughs> so beautiful that my, it brings a tear to my eye every time. <laughs> oh, terrible. Yes, you see this creature approaching you. It's not charging yet. It's kind of stalking as much as a... 12 foot high woolly rhino type creature can stalk but it's definitely like it's heads high it's scenting the air you hear this long snort of its breath and it's kind of turning its head a little to look at you more closely Tristan as you break out of this wheel Enigma's drawn her bow what are you doing? I... Obviously, as we land next to each other, side by side, ready for action, we're going to share a quick glance. I'm going to say, Enigma. And a slow nod. And we'll nod, yep, slowly. <laughs> slow nod. Don't move. I've got just the thing for this such an occasion. So as I said previously, I'm going to pull the sugar cube out of my pouch very gently, <laughs> very slowly, and just lift it up with my palm not my fingers, like you do a horse. I'm going to go, <laughs> hey, fella, come on, come on. <laughs> very calm, very soothing, just before, Enigma, your hands are massive, from Percy. <laughs> so, no, because this is slightly after Percy's shouting, yeah, so we're, we're still in good order. The creature is approaching a little closer you're <laughs> and you're just holding your hand out towards it with a sugar cube on it very low energy very chill with a sugar cube on it yeah we love your fingers my fingers are pointing down so it's the palm and, and let's face it he's already down one yeah exactly i'm using the same hand yeah how, how much worse can it get <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I think this is a defy danger and charisma. Charisma roll. Let's see how this creature is persuaded by you. Here we go. It literally comes down to a random roll. Here we go. <laughs> a random number. It's a sugar cube at a woolly mammoth. Yeah, it might work, it might not. Let's let fate decide. I think that's what it'd be like in real life. It is what it would be like in real life. Yes. No. The sugar cube is actually a D6. <laughs> <laughs> so the creature calf stalks slowly towards you and then time to die <laughs> it lowers its huge head to you and its nostril is like the size of your head <laughs> oh shit it's that big okay put your head in its nostril oh. it like collect a bogey snorts this long snort and you're caught in a spray of effectively siege beast bogeys and this huge tongue like slobbers across your hand you're, my hand if its nostril is the size of my head its tongue is going to be the length of my body well its tongue like this is like, like slurps across your hand okay. you're completely covered in like <laughs> drool yep, like a rabbit tongue <laughs> 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 and, like, what I'm saying is, like, it's his whole hand is much smaller than this tongue is. It's just got a disproportionately small tongue. Don't judge it. <laughs> but that's that's its target. It's like, and then it's like it's got a single taste of sugar. This tiny, like, for us it'd be like eating two grains. But it sort of seems to like it. Uh, yes. It's because it's sugar. I know what's coming. And it starts like sniffing at you really trying to investigate see if there's more of that yeah. good sugar yeah the consequence of which dot 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 here we go <laughs> yeah everyone likes sugar <laughs> how do you respond to this creature like starting to like shove you around given that its head is probably weighs twice what you do <laughs> yeah or uh, you know i've got a couple of sugar cubes i'm traveling i want a little bit of yeah, sweetness yeah. so i'm gonna give it another one and and I'm going to reach out with my other hand and be like, there you go, fella. And just kind of scratch his nose in the bit that he can't get to and be like, hey, come on, <laughs> come on, lad. Um, it responds with just like a little nudge <laughs> that sends you flying back. <laughs> and you can't tell if it appreciated it and it's clumsy <laughs> yeah. or if you annoyed it a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. But it's right there by you. It's next to you as well now, Enigma. What are you doing? Me? I think it's probably about time I grab some of its hands and try and get on its back. Some of its hands? Some of its hair? Yeah. Okay. I... Okay. Beastmaster. Of course. I. You are the ranger. Don't think there are any suddenly tamer giant siege beast moves in the range of play, but oh. I'm just going to double check. I don't want to, like, do you a dirty here. Well, you know, it's it's kind of been pacified by a sugar lump. Yeah, it's it's not openly aggressive right now. And it's barely going to notice with my great, you know, parkour skills that I've scuttled up its back. With your parkour skills. And sat on its back. Okay. Yeah, that's that's fine. Let's have a dexterity roll. Let's see what happens. This is going to get you onto its back. It is not going to make having got onto its back a good idea. Oh no! So <laughs> I'm on its back, and it's one better. <laughs> and it's one better than you. <laughs> one better. So Enigma scampers up this creature's back, and as she does, it turns its head a little sluggishly at first, and then it kind of turns right round to look at you. Wow! And then it just like 
picks its head up and like sweeps across with its horn across its back. Oh, it's got a backward-facing horn. Yeah, it has a huge backward-facing <laughs> horn, yeah. The kind of horn it would take at least two men to lift. Yeah. On the wrong side of its horn! And so... Two men horn. <laughs> two men, one horn. <laughs> Google it, kids. No. And so this comes sweeping across its back. What do you do? I... Uh, um, move back to avoid it because it can't be that big compared to its back. Further back is kind of like a slope, so it can get to a lot of its back, but maybe not all of it. So you're going to dive back out the way, are you, down this kind of hairy slope of its back? All right, that's going to be another dex roll. Yeah. I know you're quite dexterous, this might work. Yeah. Holy shit, it did. We haven't had even a mixed success. Amazing. It's just success after success. Told you, Beastmaster. Enigma Beastmasters on its back and avoids the horn. Avoiding the horn. Always avoid the horn if you're going to Beastmaster. So, Percy, you're in exactly the right position (laughs) further back at the gate. You see Tristan knocked over. You see... Enigma shimmy onto this creature's back, avoid the horn, and then the giant rhinoceros rodeo begins as it starts like galumphing around trying to dislodge the human from its back. What are you doing? I mean, she looks pretty happy doing that. Um... Yeah, and she seems to be having a good time. I, and I guess you can, like, check out the other places. Like, it seems distracted. Yeah, I, well, I, <laughs> I I think that if I can sort of just get in and sort of get Tristan up to his feet, then we might be able to provide some sort of cowboy line dance music for her to rodeo to. <laughs> so I'll, I'll do that, and then I'll, I'll do, like, I'll lay down a bit of beatboxing as a, <laughs> as a rhythm, and then I'll just let Tristan do his thing. <laughs> sure hope he's got a banjo in that imaginary world <laughs> Tristan yeah so Percy comes lends you a hand you're now watching I don't know if any of you have ever watched bull riding but the thing about it is that bulls for big solid animals they're surprisingly graceful and balletic as they fling humans off their back they've got more slender legs it's like you wouldn't think they could do that and uh, Enigma's right there trying to hang on as this creature galumps around. Oh, so it's trying to, like, buck her off? Yes, it's now trying to buck her off. Oh. Having failed to gore her with its horn, it's now jumping up and down. And Enigma has slipped back, and now she's, like, hanging on to two hanks of this kind of big fur. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, she seems to sort of... She's got a magpie now. She seems to like creatures... Yeah, this might be part of I it. I assume she got up there for a reason. <laughs> Perhaps a magpie's yeah. just, like, picking off the uh, parasites <laughs> to calm it down, you know? <laughs> yeah, so Sorrow Enigma is flying over, and as this creature, like, bucks and twists, is, like, giving you a helpful countdown. It's like, ten? Nine? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I say we just let her ride this one out. You know, no pun intended. Yeah, she doesn't no. seem to be attacking it. <laughs> I thought the whole point was we calmed this thing. Yes, yeah, so we were. It, then and you then jumped, you jumped on, on its back. back. An animal that has never been ridden. Yeah, to calm it that's, down. That's. I feel a lot calmer when people stand on my back. 
<laughs> and someone who uh, has uh, started quite a, f- a few horses by this point, you don't jump on their backs to calm them down. You calm them down first, <laughs> then you, before like, you get on their back. And if they look like getting less calm, some sugar. you calm them down again before you finish getting on their back. But, uh, wrong GM, damn it. <laughs> but like, surely I'm tiny, so it barely notices, and it's just had some sugar. It, yeah, so, yeah, so it's on a sugar high. It's uh, its attention span is even more reduced, <laughs> and now there's someone galumphing around. And as you get back, you're sort of behind this big hump of the back. It can't see you, but it knows you're there, so it's even more determined to get rid of you now. And Sorrow's fluttering around going, six, five. <laughs> what are you doing, Enigma? Oh, have these guys not done anything yet? I thought they were doing a thing. Don't, we were. We, I'm not, we chatted. I'm not sure. Yeah, they chatted. <laughs> I believe that Percy is. I'm beatboxing. Like, Percy's beatboxing. What, what, what do you want me to do? And I'm clapping along. Hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Tristan's making some cool music. Like it's all it's all in your favour, apart from the fact you're on the back of a giant monster that is trying to make you not be on its back. I'm mostly thinking about Starship Troopers. Has anyone got, like, a grenade I can put in its blowhole? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I did actually bring quite a lot of grenades with me on this mission. <laughs> so you didn't like... It doesn't have a blowhole. It's not a whale. It's more like a rhino. I could probably... OK, well, I, I know what I'll do to help Enigma. I'll be like, here, Enigma, catch! I'll throw a, um, a sugar cube up in the air, and I kind of... Um, I can't reach his mouth from it. Instead of a dagger, I'm going to form a little baseball bat and I... It right towards her. I'm going to bonk her the sugar cube. Incredible. So, Enigma... You're near its face. No, not now. It's now, like, galumping around the place. Yeah. It is only a matter of time before it goes straight into something as well. You can really feel that it's got that chaotic energy about it. Or it may just calm down. It's hard to know. So, as that happens, you go, you go rampaging past Tristan for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> and you are hit by a fine spray of sugar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because if you hit a sugar cube with a baseball bat, it yeah. definitely doesn't hold together. It's just That's explode. not how any of this works. God, what kind of cheap ass sugar have you been buying? Well, you... <laughs> I like my sugar cube to be in the bottom of my tea at the end when I finished it. Still solid. Also, I don't put sugar in tea. That's ludicrous. That would be ridiculous. Also, it's made of plastic. Okay, so Enigma. What? I could try and kill it while I'm up here, I suppose, but it seems mean. Okay, so... Yeah, it is mean. What's your goal here? Are you trying to soothe it? Uh, I do have tarm oil, which would calm it down. But again, I need to get near its face. Okay, well, you might be able to soothe it just through your natural connection with it. That's true. I don't know if I have a natural connection with it. I think I made that up. Well, I don't know. Give me a charisma roll and we'll see. Well, let's find out. If that's what you want to do. Yes. No way you're getting this one as well. Calming the beast. Mm. I sort of calmed the beast. A mixed success. She could get plus one because there's sugar in the air and it's it's snorting it up as it goes. Yeah, ma'am. That was my plan. I that would depend on your accuracy. <laughs> why don't you why don't you roll aid interfere and I'll allow it if you get a hit. I mean, that sounds fair. 
Incredible. Yes. Oh, he's good. <laughs> wow. We found our niche. Imagine these. Taming siege beasts. <laughs> yeah. Taming siege beasts. Yeah. Enigma. Somehow you make a connection or it loses interest or it notices the spray of sugar that Tristan sent and starts snoofling around for it. <laughs> and it slows. And you realise as it slows down that it's a little uneven in how it's walking. You'd craft it a prosthetic leg. <laughs> it's, it's hopping slightly on its right hind leg. Has it got a, a small It thing? is. Oh. Has to be. <laughs> need mouse. <laughs> it's just got a short leg. Stick a beer mat under it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're still on its back. That's just something you can feel as it slows down and starts, like, snoofling around. And it doesn't seem as concerned or furious now. Good. What are you doing? You're stroking it now. Calming it down. Hoping it just kind of has a little sit down. In fact, yeah, which of its legs was limpy? Right hind. So behind the driver's seat, yeah? Yes, behind the driver's seat. <laughs> driver's side rear leg. <laughs> right, right, got it. Okay, so well, I probably can't get to its leg to check while it's still moving. How much has it slowed down? Is it still wandering around or has it stopped? Oh, it's slowed. It's, kind of, it's pretty much stopped now. It's kind of like taking a few steps and snoofling on the ground, looking for any bits of sugar that might be big enough to be worth licking up. Ah, well, I'll, I'll see if I can scoofle over to its um, driver's side rear leg. Yeah, so kind of going towards its back. And see if there's something of this that's wrong. When you look down there, you can see what looks like an arrow stuck in the leg quite low down, a little above the foot. Oh, no. Yeah, there, you can definitely see there's an injury there. Okay, so I guess I'm going to try and pull it out. You're gonna have you'll have to drop down to the ground to do that, which is fine. It's kind of like a foot off the ground. Okay. And you're not going to be able to shimmy down its leg. It'll hurt even more. But you can do that. Okay. Percy, the creature seems to have slowed down. Excellent. Uh, Enigma's slowly dismounting and approaching the back of it. Tristan has batted sugar at her, which seems to have helped amazingly. Fantastic. And you are stood. On the edge of one of the parade grounds, it's it's weirdly empty. You can see the old chapter house in front of you, which looks weird, like the windows are broken. It's kind of got that ghost town feel going on. Cool. And to your right is the temple keep, which is... Entirely encased in a huge crystal of ice. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Well, I want to make sure that this, uh, this creature is sorted out first. So I'll kind of approach that in, in the sort of way that people that don't like dogs approach big dogs. <laughs> like, sort of expecting it to jump up and, like, or hump my leg at any point. Well, I'm like, uh, um... Okay, I'll sort of shimmy around it to check on what Enigma's doing at the back. Okay. Um, And the the arrow that she's looking at there is like, can I just sort of take a look at that as well? Yeah. I just kind of. So that is. I kind of want to assess whether it's just an arrow that's jabbed in there or whether it's like infected or something like that. And because like an arrow against a thing that size is that. No, there's an infection here. It's okay. like 
there's a bunch of necrotic flesh and it's very swollen and it's also it's an older injury it's been stuck like this for a while cool then i think we know what needs to happen Oh my god! Lays on hands! Oh, oh, Mr. Miyagi, that leg. When you touch someone skin to skin, pray for their well being. Heal 1d8 or remove one disease, but said damage or disease is transferred to you. (laughs) (laughs) Classic lay on hands. Amazing. And you got a nine. Can I aid or interfere by, like, stroking it or something? Yeah. Can, uh, she is there doing much the same thing. I am right there. Yeah, you're right there. So why don't you aid and interfere? What do I press for that then? Uh, you roll plus bond with person. So anything that's a plus one. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Disease for everyone. Woohoo! <laughs> oh, I didn't do my aid interfere correctly don't then. Don't say that. <laughs> I just did a straight dex roll. But that's fine. Um, uh, well, you say that, if, in that case, it would have been a mixed, <laughs> mixed success. <laughs> okay, so Enigma, you're stroking it. Are you helping? Do you like remove the arrow as Percy lays on hands? Yeah, I assume that would be a good idea. Yeah, that sounds like it. Yeah, sure. So, as long as it's not a barbed arrow or something. No, well, the arrow comes out, it is like a big hunting broadhead on it. It comes out, there's a like spray of blood and pus and gross fluid. Smells bad. Nice, bet you're wishing it was snot and saliva now. (laughs) 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 We are covered in stuff off the beast. Percy is bringing this healing glow into it. And you see from him this flow of light that flows into him as you withdraw this arrow and as you do this it must sting it's probably just that it just kicks back with that leg really really fast and it's just trying to make it not be sore really it's probably not malicious roll 2d12 and take the best me yes yeah obviously you just got kicked (laughs) oh and also mark experience Okay, so you take eight damage. This is fine. Wait, it could be subjective. You said take the best, so take the two. That's that's the best in this scenario. (laughs) That's what I assumed. (laughs) So two damage. This thing's not very strong. Oh, I've got armour. Yeah, but this is as much the fact that you're being kicked across this floor. So I don't think this is really... It's not like being hit with a stick. This is more like being hit with a wrecking ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. So. Great tune. And the creature kind of kicks out and like scampers forward a couple of steps, Tristan, carved towards you, and then it stops. And this massive head comes slowly round and it looks at you with its beady eyes. And then it starts walking up to you. And then you, you can see it walking a bit more confidently. And then. That big nostril is next to you again. It sniffs you. What are you doing? Oh, I'll probably give it one of the, f- the last few sugar cubes I've got. <laughs> you give it your last sugar cube. It's second to last. You know, always keep one back second to for last. next time. <laughs> give it your last Rolo. Yeah. And yeah, it 
licks it up. You've got a lot of drool on you, but you haven't just been kicked across the training ground and you don't have a gangrenous leg. <laughs> so honestly, <laughs> you've, you've come out of this situation yeah. quite well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually tempted to try and um, ride him at this point. Now, let me specify, <laughs> not the way a bard rides most things. <laughs> <laughs> this is an attempt at finding a new mount. Bard's ride. Not again, let me specify, <laughs> not that kind of mount. Well, I think you have work to do right here, but if that's your plan, that's fine. Percy looks like he's quite uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? Yes. He's kind of limping himself a bit. Oh, classic. Yeah, I think Percy's sort of leaned in to try and sort of heal this, and like immediately he's just been like... Uh, I don't think that went entirely to play. Anybody else feeling hot? <laughs> That'd be very... Very hot, suddenly. <laughs> and um, maybe let's go to the, the Sanctum. They all had all sorts of stuff. Uh, hmm. Give me to the Sanctum. <laughs> <laughs>